0: Rest. Okay, we're gonna pick it up from Daf Khov at The Gemara says we are one, two, three, four, five lines, six lines from the bottom. Amrav. So just to review, the Mishnah listed four cases of all gitin that are not acceptable. The first was the most poshit, leading up to the the biggest Chiddush. The first one was where a person got a get that was filled out by so from who are just practicing so that obviously wasn't intended for a get it's not a good get the next one is where someone the get was written for someone in the neighborhood not for you also not a good get the third case is where the get was written for his other wife he has two wives the same name also not good and the last one was he told the sofer write it for whichever wife i decide relying on the concept of brera brera means we do we say that we retroactively, when he decides who it is, who, who he intended for, then we retroactively say that that was always intended for her? And it says, no, we don't say prayer. All four gitten are not acceptable. The question is, while these gettin are not acceptable, and that you can't remarry based on that, is it enough to make her pusla kahuna? We have a concept throughout the Gemara that even if something is not a good get, and if the husband dies, she's a widow, but it looked like she was divorced so maybe she should be puzzled for the Kuhuna. maybe she should be puzzled for kahuna so the gemara says whether the cases of our mishnah while they're not good getting would they disqualify her from kahuna so the gemara says all the cases of the mishnah while they're all not good getting they're all puzzled except for the first case the first case is so clearly not a good get that uh, no one would think she's a divorcee and doesn't possibly for kahuna. Shmuel Poisel. says no, all the cases, even the first case, still she's Posel Kahuna. Meaning anytime a get is not a good get, even if it's clearly not a good get, we're still gonna disqualify for her for Kahuna. But the Shmula and Shmuel follows in this reasoning in his Lishitaso, cause Shmuel said, that Shmuel come come get Posel. Anytime Khazal say it's not a good get. Posel upoisel. It's not a good get, but she's posel kahuna. It's aligned with his reasoning here. And similarly, we know there's a concept of chalitza. Now, sometimes you'll have a chalitza's puzzle. The question is, is a chalitza puzzle? Or a chalitza's puzzle, that means that uh, the, the, the woman is not free until she either does Yibim or chalitza. So let's say they tried to do chalitza, but the chalitza was puzzle. We'll see if there's some cases soon. Let's say the chalitza's puzzle. The question is, she obviously has to do something. She's not released. So she could do Yibim still. He says, no, Shmuel said, anytime the Chalitza is posel, she can't do Yibam anymore. Because it looks like she did Chalitza, we can't have her do Yibam anymore. It's like an optic thing. He says, call uh, Chalitza Psula, Anytime time Chazal say it's a posel Chalitza, Psulo Peselis Minachachim. It's possible meaning it's not a good Chalitza, but she's she can never do Yibam to the other, she has to do Chalitza. Say, according to Shmuel, anytime it's a Chalitza Psula, she, she cannot do Yim anymore. Eretz Yisrael, they said, no, this is their rule. Small V'Layla, if you did Chalitza with the left left shoe, which is disqualified, or Lilo you did at night, which is disqualified, not good Chalitza, Psulais u is. It's not a good Chalitza, but you can't do Yim anymore because people think that that's a good Chalitza, so you can't do Yim after that. But Katan, but if a child did Chalitza under Bar Mitzvah, or on Pilya, or you did chalitza with a sock instead of shoes. Psulos, those are not good chalitzas. in paiselis they're not. Uh, they're not. Uh, they're not good chalitza. And you could still do even. They're so clearly not a good chalitza that we don't say that you're disqualified from doing even. So you have Machloeges Rav and Shmuel. According to Rav, all the examples in our Mishnah, you're posel except for the first one because the first one is so clearly nothing. And Shmuel says no. Even the first one is posel kuhn uh my cool ain't poison says no I, I feel the opposite I think none of them are a problem for Kuhn except for the last case the last case which was the case of Brera that you legitimately can argue if you hold the Brera it's a good get if you don't hold the Brera, it's not a good get so because there's a chance that it's a good get then that's the only case that's possible Kahuna, Bechainam Ravasi said the same thing. said, says, I, does not hold of Braira. Because he doesn't hold of Braira, to him the last case is also incredibly pushed it, that it's not a good get. And therefore you're not Pusla Now again, Braira would tell you, again, you went to the cipher and you said, I want you to write a get. And don't write it for Sarah, because he has two wives named Sarah. Which one? I'll decide. Now, if you hold of brera, then you could say retroactively, it's clarified that you always had her in mind. Rav doesn't believe in brera. We've had cases of brera. The most famous being, like practical halacha, if you forgot to separate challah from the from the bread, and it's Friday night, so you can't separate challah on Shabbos. So, if you hold of brera, you could eat most of the challah. Then, matse Shabbos, separate challah, and we say retroactively, every bite that you take. You weren't even challah because retroactively the challah was clarified. If you don't hold the brayer, then every bite has a mixture of challah and non challah. So Rav doesn't hold the brayer. So Rav doesn't hold the brayer. The last case is clearly not a get. Rav Yechon doesn't hold the brayer. What's an example? shecholku. Okay, you have brothers. Yeah, the father dies. He leaves leaves an inheritance. Now we know each brother gets a portion. Yeah, forget about the adult brother. Whatever. Just make it easy. Four brothers, each one gets 25%. Now, what they get, though, Pashtus, that's not decided. It doesn't say in the will, you know, this one gets uh, ten cows, this one gets ten cows. They all just split it. Split it evenly. So, says Rebbe now, whether you hold of Brera, if you hold of Brera, then when each brother is allotted his portion, when they decide, you get this, I get this, you get this, Brera tells you that was my inheritance. If you don't hold of Brera, then it's not that each person got his inheritance. Rather, the inheritance says that each person gets 25%. When we decide that each one gets 25%, what the 25% is, we look at it sort of, we made like a business deal. And if you hold of Brera, then the 25% that you got, that was retroactively the the things that, that your father left you. If you don't hold of Brera, then the Yerusha allows me to get 25%. Now, what 25% I get, the fact that I got these cows and those sheep, that's like a business deal that we all sort of made like a, like a purchase. Like we all have this and we're like splitting it amongst us. What's the difference? Does it go back in Yoival? Yoival does not cancel, does not revert, revert inheritance, but it does revert uh, transactions. So if you consider Breira, then it's considered an inheritance. Then Yoival doesn't affect it. If you don't hold a Breira, then it's considered a transaction. And then it does go back to, it go back on Yoeval. So, what do Yoeval say? Ha'achem Shecholku. When brothers split up in inheritance, lekuchasen. It's considered a transaction. It's not Brera. Umachzirin tells up Yoeval and it's re- returned by Yoeval. So, if Yoeval is Lishitas, or if Yoeval is said in our Mishnah, he doesn't believe the last case is even a question of a get, because he doesn't believe in Brera. Therefore, the last case is not Pasol Kahuna. And that's Rav Yechon so because Rav Yechon said that there's no Breira, and therefore what the brothers take is not inheritance, rather it's considered a purchase. So why do you need both? Just say there's no Breira, and I'll be able to figure out both cases. Utsricha. If, if if all you had was our Mishnah, I would say, I would say, yeah, in our case, Rav Yechon says there's no Breira, because the Pasuk says, La, you have to write it with her in mind. Breira, meaning, it could be Rav Yechon holds a Breira, but not enough to say, that you had her in mind. At the end of the day, law means that the cipher has to have that girl in mind. So even if you hold a Brera that halachically, it's retroactively decided that it was always hers, but he didn't practically have her in mind. So you could argue if you just had this Mishnah, that would not be clear that Rav Echan doesn't hold a Brera or Kula. it could be that this is a high-level requirement that you have to have this woman in mind. Aval Hassam regarding the transaction, Mecharu, Damrachmano lahadar b'yayval, but I would say, in that case, the Torah says you re, the Torah wants that Yovel should cancel all purchases but it doesn't want to cancel uh, Yerusha and that would be a Yerusha. And if all you had was the other case to say there's no brayer by the inheritance I would say Mishum Deluchumra. Perhaps Rav Yehochum says no brayer over there because he's not sure. Meaning, perhaps it's not that Rav Yehochum feels confident that there's no brayer; he's not sure, so he's going to let Yovel cancel it, but not because he's confident maybe he's not sure. And maybe in our case he should make a Pasul Kahuna Misafik also. Inami, or perhaps kibbutz or over there. It's not just that he's not sure. Maybe he says when you're, when you, whenever you're not sure, the concept of Yovel is that Hashem wants everyone to just redo. So sometimes when you're not sure, you just say let's restart. But when it comes to our case by a get, maybe he would say that it's enough of a possibility of a get if you hold of Brera, that it should be Pasle kahuna. Therefore, you need Rav to say twice. No, I do not hold of Brera. Again, the last case of the Mishnah was: you went to the sofa. You have two wives, both with the same name, and you said, "Right to get, I'll decide which one." The Mishnah said it's not good because we don't hold of brera. The question is like this: that's where the husband gets to decide which one. You said to the sofa, You go to the sofa, you say, Listen, write the name Sara. Again, he has two wives, same name. But instead of him saying he'll decide, he says, Whichever leaves my house first, I'm going to divorce him. I don't like either of them. I only want to lose one. Whichever leaves first, I'm going to let it up to chance. So the question is, does that work? So it's very similar. It's Basically, using Brera. So, the Gemara says, that's the question. Well, he said, well, it's clearly in our Mishnah. Meaning, you're asking me a question why would this get be good? Because of Brera. So, this case is also Brera, meaning I don't see the difference. The Gemara is going to ask, and the Gemara is going to clarify, there is, like, the question is, like, where is this coming from? It's pretty posh it, it that you're asking the only way this get would work if you say that whichever leaves my house first is using the methodology of brera. Our Misha doesn't hold the brera, and that was the gemara's answer. So we're going to, try to sort of see where where was the question coming from. The so gemara says, we have You're telling me we don't hold of brera, but what about the following? The concept is we're going to talk about the laws of a carbon pesach. A carbon pesach, you're only able to join in someone else's carbon pesach if you registered before. Registered before it was shechted, okay. So the case is like this. A father tells his sons, The father has, let's say, five sons, and he says, listen, I'm going to register one of you, seemingly, that's the case. I'm going to register one of you. Which one? Whichever gets to Yushalayim first. He shechs the Karban with the stipulation. He doesn't know yet which one because they're still traveling. And he says, listen, whoever gets here tomorrow morning first, he's retroactively on my registration. That's using the Brera. So says the Mishnah, whichever the first one goes first, as long as his head and body gets into Yushalayim, that brother is now considered registered, and his brothers are registered with him. Now, put that brothers registered with him as an aside. Seemingly, the case is, the father only registered one, which one he said he'll decide when they get there. They get there after the shecht, the carbon shechted, so how does it work? The answer is Brera that when that first one gets there first, retroactively, we say he was designated that he was the one that the father had in mind. So it's Braira, and you see that it works. So you tell me there's no such thing as Brerah. This is Braira. So the Gemara says, Why are you comparing the two cases? You know what the answer is? Over there, it's not what you thought. You thought the father only registered one son. And which son, he'll decide when they get there. That's not true. He really registered all of them. So why is he saying he's only going to get the the only one son will be there? That was just trying. He was trying to motivate them. He was lying. He was trying to motivate them to get there first. I'll prove it to you. What does it say? It says that when the father, when the son gets there first, he joins the registration, and his brothers join with him. What do you mean his brothers join with him? Even Brayro shouldn't help the brothers. What's the answer? It says they're all registered. If you say that they're all registered and the father was just trying and it's not using Brera at all. They're actually all registered and the father's just trying to motivate Shapir, then it makes sense that the brothers would be okay. And if you say that the no, only one is registered is Brera, the the the, old, the one who gets there first. So how do the other brothers what does it mean the other brothers are how could they eat the Karm Pesach? The Mishnah says, Once you shech the carbon pestle, you can't register anymore. So it must be that really it's not using Breire, and really they're all registered. I have a proof to this, that this case is not using Breire, rather rather they're all registered, and it's just trying to motivate, because the Breisa says, In this case, one of the cases, the daughters got them before the sons, and the father saw that the kids were lazy. You see, it's not that the daughters were able to be on the carpet Pesach, not the boys. They're all on. It was just uh, to avoid, uh, to, it was to motivate. Okay. So we had a kasha. Rav Hoyshia asked. Again, our Mishnah said, you, you write a cipher, you tell a cipher, write a get, and I'll decide. Using Braira. Mishnah says, no good. Rav Hoyshia asks a pretty similar question and that's You tell the cipher, write a get, and whoever leaves the house first, they'll be divorced. The question is, does that work? And the response is, well, look at our Mishnah. No good. So we asked before, like, what was the Havamina? Isn't it identical to the Mishnah? The answer is, potentially not. There is one difference between our Mishnah's case and that case. Now, a difference doesn't mean a halachic difference, just there is a difference. The difference is, who is deciding how the divorce happens? Meaning, our Mishnah, the Sofer is writing a get and using Brera. Who, who decides which one? The husband decides. He says, whatever I decide, I'll use. The case where he writes a get, and he says whoever leaves first, it's not the husband who gets to decide now. It's whoever leaves first. Meaning, the difference between the two cases is who is triggering the decision. In the case of our Mishnah, it's the husband who's triggering the decision. In the case of the question of Rav Hayshia, it's the wives who are deciding, not the husband. The question is, does that matter? So the Gemara says, um, Abaya, atzmai, Abaya says, I don't understand, how do you answer the question from our Mishnah? They're very different. Why? Our Mishnah, it's the husband who's deciding. As opposed to the Braisa, it's the wives that are deciding. It's not the person who wrote it, it's, it's an external force. Now you're going to say, who cares? So the the explanation would be, look at Rashi, Atzmu'i mitama Brav Yehuda Abaya is bothered. When it comes to the 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 get being triggered by whoever leaves the house first, it's It's based on the whims and decisions of others. And your response was, look at the Mishnah, which is where the husband says, "I'll decide." he says what's the why why should there be a difference abaya says the difference would be like this if you believe that brera is not good i sort of understand why brera is not good when the husband said i'll decide because that means that at the time of the writing he's sort of unclear he doesn't know which one he's going to divorce yet it's like i don't know which one i'll decide later so i understand why that won't work but in the case where he says whichever one leaves first. That means that he's ready for both of them to be divorced like he's he's good for both like yes they're both using brera but there is a little bit of a difference when he says i'll decide that means that he's still not sure yet in the case where he says whichever leaves first it means that he's ready to say goodbye to both of them he doesn't care there is a slight difference so a is so why are you equating the two there should be a difference Gemara's response is, i a rubber, rubber, response. My kusha, w- who cares? Just because there are differences doesn't mean that that matters, right? There could be differences that doesn't mean a halachic difference. They're both, yes, one is being triggered by the husband, one is being triggered by the women who are external to the husband. I understand that. But at the end of the day, w- w- what halakhic methodology are both using? Brera. If you hold a brera, you hold a brera. If you don't hold a brera, you don't hold a brera. I don't see why there should be a difference within brera." Of whether it's decided by the husband or decided by other people. What's the difference? I'm a rabbi. my cushion. I don't understand. Demand Relationship says if you hold a Breira, it makes no difference. If you don't hold a Breira, it makes a no difference. And Isle Brera, Sacher, Leslay Brera. And if you don't hold a Breira, it, no it doesn't matter. Meaning it's binary. Yes or no? If you hold a Breira, In both cases, it's a get. If you don't hold of Brera, neither is a get. Abaya looks at it as that even within Brera, there's a difference. Rabbi says, I I don't see that difference. So where is Abaya coming from? So from here until the end of the daf, it's a very short on the base, Abaya is going to prove that there are tanoim who generally do not hold of Brera, but will hold of Brera if other forces are, if it's not, if it's not based on the principle himself it's based on other people so this concept that there is a distinction within Brera abaya is not without sources back up he does not hold of Brera when it's the husband himself or not The husband, the principal himself is going to decide. Then he does not hold a brera, but he will hold a brera if it's based on other people. We'll see this inside. So, this concept that within brera it's sometimes yes, sometimes no, it's it, there is a there is a precedent for it. What's the review? She's a Titania, okay? So, you're buying wine from Kutim now. Kutim, it's unclear whether they severed Truma's and maisas. So, when you buy wine from them, you have a bottle of wine, you have to pour some off as Truma as my sir, it's true as Trumas Meiser, you have to separate problem is let's say you just have one bottle you don't have any cups and you're like listen i, I just want to drink it i'm thirsty here's what i want to do and you have to separate Trumas some here's what i want to do let me drink 65 percent of the bottle okay i'll leave what's left over tomorrow i'll get some cups and i'll pour it off and retroactively will say brera that what i drink was not the Trumas and mices. If you hold a Brera good. If you don't hold a Brera, then every sip was a little you drink a Shtickle of and mices. But let, let let's go with that option. Now that's Brera, but that's based on the person himself. That's not based on other people. I am the one who owns the bottle. I will be drinking the bottle. Do I say Brera? So Lukenshani, Osla harin Truma, in a Oyman, you say, instead of just pouring it off, you say, Listen, let me drink, and tomorrow I'll say Shne Lugam Shani, Osla Hafrish, tomorrow I'll separate. Hare in Truma, Asara Meiser. I'll separate Truma, separate Meiser. Tisha Meiser Shain. I'll separate Meiser Shain. Go to the next page. Umeicha b'shois miyad, and you could drink. Meaning, Remeir Shita is he holds a brera, and therefore you could drink eighty percent of the bottle, sixty percent of the bottle, whatever. Leave over what you leave over. Separate Trumas and Meises afterwards, and we say retroactively brera that what you drink was not Trumas and Meises. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Eisip, Rabbi They they don't hold of brera. This is an example of Rav Yehuda doesn't hold a Brera. Yeah, So right now, if you stop here, you'd say, well, Rav Yehuda never holds a Brer, but that's not true. We're going to see in a moment, Rav Yehuda doesn't hold a Brer when it's up to you. When it's up to external forces, he does hold a Brera. How so? When the decision of Brera is totally in other people, he does hold the Brer. How so? It's none. Mishnah says, Okay, so, look at Rashi. Rashi says, a guy, let's say a is, he's sick. He doesn't want his wife to be a widow because then she'll do yibum. So he wants to divorce her, but he doesn't want to divorce her now. So he gives her a get, and he says, It's a divorce now. If I die from this illness, then I want it to be a divorce. So he gives the get let's say he's, he, he survives six months, then he dies. The question is, what what is her status during that time? So go back to the Mishnah. Go back to the Gemara, three lines. So what is her status during those six months? So, until he dies, she is fully married. She can eat truma. If you live with her, you're going to have adultery. But once he dies, it's retroactively a divorce. Now, look at Rashi. Rashi says, this is an important Rashi. Rashi's going to explain that while this would just seem to us to be a get with a stipulation, but because the stipulation is based on external forces, i.e., God killing the person, it's using the fundamentals of Brera. So, this is an example of Rabbi Yehuda holding of Brera. I have thought Rabbi Yehuda doesn't. The answer is there's a difference. Over here, the trigger is not the person himself. By the bottle of wine, it's himself. He doesn't hold the Brera when it's Tully with Over here, it's Tully and God he holds a prayer, how so, look at Rashi even though right now you gave the get he doesn't know if he's going to survive or if he's going to die he's not sure whether it's going to be a good get or not and it's not up to him, it's up to God and when he dies, we say, that retroactively was designated, you were always a divorcee. Meaning, when you gave it, you weren't sure, are you going to die from this illness, in which case, it's a valid get. You're not going to die, and it's not a valid get. When the person dies, we say, retroactively, that it was a good get. Oh, why don't you say, how is this Brero? Maybe this is just a stipulation. It's not a classic stipulation. You say, why is this Brero? Just you gave her a get on stipulation, you'll die. It says, anytime the stipulation is not within your ability and not within your control. Rashi says, because over here, you're not even sure whether it's possible and it's not within your control. Rashi explains this is using fundamentals of Brera. So, this is a proof to Abaya that Rav Yehuda sometimes holds a Brera, sometimes doesn't. And that's Abaya's point. Back to the Gemara. The Gemara says further. Rav <laughs> Shimon also holds this way, right? Remember before, when Rav Yehuda doesn't hold a Brera with, regarding the, uh, the wine that you can't just drink 80% and then separate Shumas Meis afterwards and say Brera. the ones who were against it were Rav Yehuda, Rav Yossi, and Rav Shimon. So Rav Shimon also doesn't hold the Brera. But we're going to prove right now that Rav Shimon does hold the Brera sometimes. How so? When it's toilu b'dah when it's up to other people. harini menashe yirtze abba, if a person says to a woman, right, that one of the ways to Mechadosh is through Bia, she says, listen, I'm going to live with you on condition that my father is happy about the marriage, The Tanakama says, even if a father is not happy, it's still mikudeshis. Why? Because a person, I. it should be up to the father. The answer is because a person doesn't, let's say the father is not happy, so it's Znus. A person doesn't want to be boiled for Znus. So rather, look at Rashi. Rashi says, Although he said that, he didn't really mean it. He really meant for it to be a full Kedushin because a person doesn't want it to be that there's a 50% chance that he was boiled for Znus. What does Roshimim say? Shimon says, You live with her Tuesday morning. Then that night you go home, and you ask the father, do you approve? If the father approves, then it's Kedushin. And if they don't approve, it's not Kedushin. Now that's in a case, case of Brera. I thought Rav Shimon doesn't hold the Brera. The answer is it must be that Rav Shimon will tell you there's a distinction of whether the Brera is in your hands or outside of your hands. When it's up to you, he doesn't hold the Brera. But when it's outside of your hands, he does hold the Brera. So this is a proof to Abaya that there's such a distinction within Brera itself. I will stop here.